Today I'm going to continue my chat about house sitting. But first, if you didn't get a chance to listen to my recent interview with Mr. Biz, you should be sure to go back and check it out after this episode. He had some great recommendations for ensuring you reach your full potential in whatever situation you're in. You'll find it under Season 2, and it's Episode 31. Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi everyone, welcome back to Beyond Retirement. This is episode 41, another solo episode. Last week in episode 40, I described what house-sitting is, so if you missed that, you'll want to go back and catch it so you'll be on track for today's episode. Today I'm going to talk about whether house-sitting is a hobby or a lifestyle. Let's talk first about the difference between a hobby and a lifestyle. It should be pretty obvious, but you never know, and since this is my show, we'll be using my definition. Hope that's okay. A hobby is an activity that you enjoy doing, something that allows you to relax and refresh yourself. It can be a craft like knitting or wood carving, or wine or beer making, or it can be a skill like singing or playing an instrument or acting. It could also be a sport that you enjoy. It's usually something that's done in your spare time. Maybe you make a special place for your hobby in your week, Wednesday evenings, Saturday afternoons, something like that, where you can devote your undivided attention to it. Or maybe it's an activity that you do only in time that's found in the nooks and crannies of your daily life. Whatever time you devote to your hobby, it's special time just for that activity. On the other hand, a lifestyle is how you live. It's the way you manage your life. For example, being a vegan is a lifestyle, as is living in a camper van traveling the country. A lifestyle isn't something that you do on weekends or when you find extra time or when it's convenient. It's how you show up every day taking care of yourself, watching what you eat, and exercising regularly are all lifestyles. It's the way you live. So where does house-sitting fit into these descriptions? I guess it depends on what type of house-sitter you are. I do house-sitting around my day job, fitting it into my life wherever I can, so it's definitely a hobby for me. I enjoy it immensely, and I'm hoping to continue to expand the amount of time that I spend doing it. While I'm still working, I'm slowly getting more experience and building up the recommendations and reviews I need to be more competitive on the various platforms. I'm also learning what I need to bring with me, the essentials that I want to have wherever I go. Generally speaking, the houses I sit in are well-equipped. There's basically nothing that I'm lacking to live quite comfortably, but there's always some little thing that I've forgotten to bring, or purposely didn't bring, assuming that it would be available where I'm sitting. Happily, since the majority of my sits so far have been local, I'm able to make a quick trip home to pick up whatever I've forgotten. That's not going to be the case when I start doing sits farther afield. So I'm keeping track of the items that I use on every sit. Sometimes I take too much stuff with me. If I'm going to be doing an interview or if I need to record a new solo episode for my podcast, I have to have different equipment available than if I'm just going to be relaxing, watching Netflix or reading a book. But, as I said, it's still just a hobby. A friend of mine house sits regularly. 
She's got a home that she can go back to between sits, but she spends the majority of her time living in other people's homes. She does it this way because she hasn't decided yet what she wants to do with all of her belongings. She's not ready to part with all the trappings of a regular grounded lifestyle, but she's moving steadily toward becoming a full-time house sitter. When she's got house sits lined up, she rents her home out on Airbnb to cover the expenses of maintaining it in her absence. This is her lifestyle. House sitting is more than a hobby to her. It's becoming a way of life. But she's not positive it'll always be the lifestyle she wants, so she's got a backup plan. Most of the house sitters I've come to know don't have a home anywhere. They're full-time house sitters moving from sit to sit. Some stay within a single country most of the time. Others travel the world, basically going wherever they choose. Or at least wherever the sits can be found. This is truly a lifestyle choice for them. And the great part about it is that the actual expenses of living this lifestyle are substantially lower than those of having a home. There are no mortgages or rent payments to make, no property taxes to pay. Insurance costs are only what you choose to have for travel insurance and to cover the basics that you carry with you should you choose to have that coverage at all. Because you're living on the economy wherever you sit, you're not likely to be paying tourist prices for foods and supplies, so those costs will be substantially lower than food costs when you're on vacation. If you take into account the various means of reducing travel costs, it's quite easy to see that house-sitting full-time is a great opportunity to save substantially on overall living costs. Naturally, there are costs associated with with this lifestyle. You have to be able to afford to travel to and from all the sits. You need to be able to cover any periods where you don't have a sit or can't find a suitable one. And there are routine costs, foods, clothing when you need something new, basic toiletries, stuff like that. So having an income is nice. Many house sitters have portable incomes. They earn money from a variety of online sources, like those I spoke of earlier in season one, being a virtual assistant, teaching English, affiliate marketing, that sort of thing. Something that can be done from anywhere and doesn't take up all your time. Of course, as a lifestyle, this isn't for everyone. Being a full-time house sitter means having nowhere to really call home. Everything you have is carried with you or put in storage somewhere and left indefinitely. This means learning how to pack incredibly light for air travel. Many house sitters have only a carry-on bag. I don't know how they work that. Some travel a little less frugally and have a check bag. It's definitely an interesting way to live and maybe something to consider when you leave your 9 to 5. I know it's high on my list. That's all I'm going to say for this week. Next week I'll talk a bit more about where to find sits. I hope you're going to tune in for that. And don't forget to listen to the upcoming guest interview with Angela Marshall. She has a great message to share about the purpose of living and not just existing. Thanks for joining me. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.